the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Money Monday time here on The Answer and The Bruce Hooley Show. We catch up with Josh Pick of Aptus Wealth Management. It's a way for you to understand uh, financial concepts and build toward financial independence later in your life. Josh's firm, Aptus Wealth Management, is located in Lewis Center, just off Route 750, a bit north of the 23270 interchange. And Josh and I host the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show Fridays at 7 p.m., Saturdays at noon. So, Josh, we delved into Friday some of the specifics of the SECURE Act. It's a way to get people thinking about saving toward retirement. Well, not only get them thinking about saving towards retirement, but in some instances, uh, forcing that. Yeah. Uh, so one of the big changes with the uh, Secure Act 2.0 was automatic enrollment in 401ks. So now employers will be required uh, starting in 2025 to automatically enroll uh, new employees in a 401k or 403b plan at at least 3%. And then it's up to the employee to decide whether or not they want to continue that. So they'll actually have to unenroll versus enrolling. And the theory there. Um, and it, it kind of this spirit of the law or spirit of the of the bill uh, kind of echoes this. The, the, the spirit of it is we want to make sure that we get people saving more for retirement, allowing them to keep their money longer by pushing off required minimum distributions, and then by allowing them to save more through catch-up contributions. So all in all, the Secure Act points towards you will save, you can save more, and please continue to save as long as possible. Okay, so uh, they can opt out, but I just wonder what you think as a fiduciary, somebody who is required by law to do your best for your Aptus Wealth Management clients, what do you think about the concept of kind of forcing or pushing, nudging, however you want to term it, people into retirement? Well, I think there's two ways you can look at it. On on one hand, you know, in the past, as as many people are, are that are trying to refute this and saying, don't force me, don't force me. You do have the ability to unenroll, but in the past, uh, pensions was a forced way to save. You know, companies would put money in a pension plan on your behalf, and, and you might be hearing this and saying, well, I didn't have to put the money in. Well, the company obviously could have paid you more, but they chose to take some of your salary and put it in a pension plan. But those pensions have really gone by the wayside with less than one out of 10 people today having a pension through their employer. So this is a way to kind of force that savings. And unfortunately, without that forcing, uh, the statistics don't seem to lie in that most people in the United States do not save towards their company-sponsored plan. So on one hand, I say, well, that's great. On the other hand, you know, there's a, a camp that's saying, you know, put your tinfoil hat on and say, well, is this a way for the government to start the process of this slippery slope of saying, well, we, we want to end up um, eliminating our need to pay everybody Social Security because we know that's a broken system. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that's been thrown around is, well, if we means test Social Security, if you have too much money in your 401k, then you no longer need Social Security. Well, if we can force people to put money in their 401k, then that gives us 
an environment down the line where we can say you no longer need the money. Now, whether that's true or false, those are just kind of the two narratives that we're hearing uh, over and over again. Josh Pick is our guest. We do it every Monday at 1230 p.m. We call it Money Monday. Aptus Wealth Management is his firm. They're located in Lewis Center, just off Route 750, and they offer you a free consultation. And you can go in, tell Josh your viewpoint on saving, your strategies, what you have done, and get to know him, get to know his firm, get to know what the possibilities are out there for you. It's a painless process. I've gone through it with my wife, really enjoyed it. Aptus Wealth Management, 614-917-1040 to set up that free consultation. You can also do it online at Aptus Wealth, A-P-T-U-S, aptuswealth.com. Do you think this kind of forcing people or at least making it so that there's no conscious opt-in, there's a conscious opt-out, and the way you know our short attention span is, I think they're going to get more people now starting retirement plans because you're automatically in one when you work as opposed to having, having to opt in one. Do you think this says anything about the government's view of the longevity of the Social Security program? Well, you know, that's a good question. And again, that's one of the one of the camps that we're, we're hearing from is that this is definitely, uh, you know, think conspiracy theory, but a way for the government to say that we no longer have to fund Social Security at the level that we have been, or at least pay out at the level that we have been. And whether that's true or false will, you know, yet to be seen. I, I don't like to go down that conspiracy road too quickly. But, you know, in general, if we ignore that fact or that, you know, potential fact, I think in general, forcing people or at least auto-enrolling people to save is probably a good thing. I, I can't speak for you, Bruce, but I know that when I was a, a younger guy fresh out of college and going into my uh, employment or my, you know, career, even though I was a finance major, And I was working around a tremendous amount of finance majors. The enrollment of both myself and many, uh, when you're 22, you know, you think of all the things you could be doing with your money, and 401k doesn't sound like a very exciting one. I think auto, if you would have auto-enrolled me, and and maybe you can speak to this too, Mm -hmm. if you would have auto-enrolled me at 3%, I probably wouldn't have changed it. And how much more money would I have today? if that would have been the case. So I think in general, it's probably a good thing. But, you know, what are your views? Yeah, I think that's true. I think if I had seen that there was a portion of money there and that, hey, you know, that's coming from my company and I can add to this too, it'll lower my tax base. I just think a a conversation with people, uh, you know, in terms of apprising them of how the system works, I think would help a lot of people. You deal with clients all the time, but when you're dealing with clients, Josh, you're dealing with people who they wouldn't be meeting with you unless they had prioritized saving for, you know, a time when they're not going to work every day. So I'm not sure that, you know, your interactions with clients is going to be the norm for society in general, but you interact with people all the time. And I just wonder if you kind of sense that people understand the value of money in terms of how you save it long term and do they get the concept of you know what a company match does for them or how you know a Roth IRA works where you can uh, limit some of your tax liability generally like what kind of letter grade would you give people in terms of their financial acumen as it concerns saving toward a time when they're not going to work every day well I think you hit the nail on the head and that most of the people that I encounter have have actually done that So, you know, the people that I work with predominantly are in their 50s, 60s, 70s. They do have a a significant nest egg. That's why they're meeting with me, because Mm -hmm. they want to make sure that they're good stewards of their money, that they don't mismanage it, and then they make this money last for the rest of their life. But the unfortunate reality is that is not the norm, as you said, in society. You know, 50% of the population 
doesn't save any money at all, 50% of the population, and I'm just throwing out a general statistic, I'm sure it's higher than that, probably doesn't have even a positive net worth to speak of. So, you know, I think what this, uh, again, the spirit of the bill does is let's get people off on the right track and at least make it a, a, a situation where somebody has to opt out rather than proactively opting in. So, you know, in general, I like the idea. Um, to, to answer your question about the grading of my clients, I would say in general, the vast majority of my clients are pretty well in tune with the value of saving uh, both on a pre-tax and post-tax basis, the value of a company match, um, the value they might not know exactly what should I be doing to what amount or where should I be investing, but in general, knowing that disciplined, uh, consistent savings is the only way they're going to reach whatever goal they might have. Josh, pick our guest, Money Monday, this segment, and I would highly recommend you follow Josh's YouTube channel. It gives you a chance to get more of this kind of content in smaller doses. You can pause it, rewind it, play it again, share it with your friends. You can sign up, be a subscriber at aptuswealth.com. Just page down about halfway. You'll see the YouTube uh, logo. Click on uh, watch, and you will uh, get to the channel. Easy to find. And Josh joins us, of course, on Fridays at 7 for the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show. And also, we replay that for you at noon on Saturday. We're just out of time. i got about 30 seconds. And so next week, I'd like to get into what is on the horizon with, if anything, a new Congress. And obviously, the administration didn't change, but the control of the House did. And also get in with you on what... You can't do now because the end of the year has gone, but also April 15th is coming and what people need to prioritize in that regard. So let's check those for next week, and I'll look forward to seeing you on Friday and look forward to uh, seeing you or at least chatting with you again on the Money Monday segment next week. Sounds great. And shameless plug, as we were talking about the SECURE Act later this week, I'll be dropping a bunch of YouTube videos, kind of individual nuggets on the some of the different pieces that I think will be applicable to most people and how to take advantage of those in kind of short, uh, small, bite-sized pieces. Fantastic. You can sign up again for that at aptuswealth.com. Set up your free consultation, 614-917-1040. Josh, thanks so much for your time. Talk to you again soon. You as well. So to recap the show a bit and to transition into more stories in the same vein, we have talked today about the move in our country toward departing from things that have always worked, right? We were raised with expectations. We didn't think that was cruel or mean or nasty. When you look back, you kind of think, it's nice that people had high expectations of me. I mean, what is a person really saying when they don't expect you to achieve? They're saying that they don't think you're capable of achieving. So the stories I told you about the three now, not just one, three schools in Virginia that have come forward saying, yeah, uh, the kids in our school who maintained um, or who, who achieved national merit scholar levels on the national merit scholar test, the ones we didn't tell, the ones that were disadvantaged in the college scholarships they would have gotten. Like, sorry, we forgot to tell you. Yeah, no, right. You didn't forget to tell them. You didn't want them to know because you felt like it wasn't fair that they would be rewarded for their achievement. And there's a school in New York where a principal tried to coax better performance out of kids by saying, hey, if you do certain things, uh, we'll give you free tickets to Cirque du Soleil. And then she didn't change the rules. And some kids achieved the level and 
she thought, well, let's hold an assembly and congratulate him. She named them. Oh, my goodness, the kids who didn't achieve were crushed. And now she is probably going to be fired because she dared to establish expectations for kids and then announced the results of a competition that everybody knew exactly how it would be conducted. This departure from things that have worked over time is not going to serve our country well. And it's kind of a phenomenon that we see more and more and more of called presentism. Presentism is grading the past by today's standards. You know, we see statues pulled down all over the country. Why? Because, well, that guy was a slave owner. And if I lived then, I would have been the only plantation owner who would have given health care to my workers. And I would have paid them a fair wage. I would not have been a slaveholder. In that vein, it will not surprise you, but will probably chagrin you to know, that the U.S. military has announced plans to rename nine U.S. Army bases, two U.S. naval ships, and more than 1,000 military installations throughout the country in order to comply with, man, I'd love to serve on this, wouldn't you? The Commission on the Naming of Items of the Department of Defense. I mean, we need somebody to come up with names. Now, that's a really weak, wordy, lengthy name. The Commission on... Hi, who do you work for, sir? I work for the Commission on the Naming of Items of the Department of Defense. (laughs) What? So, to shorten this up a bit, anybody who is honored on a U.S. military installation who has any tie to the Confederacy, sorry, Robert E. Lee, will have their name stricken from the post or from the installation or from the ship. Because, of course, presentism. Yikes. Uh, Joe has a thought. Hello, Joe. Welcome to the Bruce Woolley Show. Are you with me, Joe? I do not hear Joe. Try again. One more time. Now I hear Hi, something. Hi, Joe. Hi. Go right ahead. Um, I was talking about your uh, debate you did about Decker leaving the dispatch. Yes. And going to Denison? Yes. To be a marketing writer. Yeah. Um, did you know Alan Miller is heading up the journalism track at Denison? I did. Yes, I did. Yes, Alan Miller, so, former uh, dispatch editor. Yes. Training the journalists yeah. of tomorrow is a frightening prospect, is it not? Yeah, that is. And scarier still. Um, I was I checked their website once in a while. Mm-hmm. And he has just hired Connie Schultz. Oh, Sherrod Brown's yeah. wife. Yeah. Wonderful. Yes. Lots of conservative <laughs> ideas there being postulated at Denison, I'm sure. Yes, she, yeah. she writes great stuff. Oh, sure she does, for the well, plain dealer. I'm well, the, I'm well aware of her, of her writing, yes. Yeah, well, okay. uh, I thank you for letting us know that, Joe. Speaking of not being okay. shocked but being chagrined, just like we are with the naming <laughs> of the uh, military bases, Yeah, I mean, come on. Look, if you're not sending your kid to an authentic Christian school, Cedarville, Huntington, Liberty, this is what you're going to get. There are more, but not every Christian school is an authentic Christian school. I'm sure the people at uh, Ohio Wesleyan will tell you that they're an authentic Christian school. No, sorry, not even close. Okay, a little consumer news as it concerns your pocketbook. 
Gas is going up. Yahoo! Shocking since Joe Biden is doing everything he can to lower gas prices. Gas prices have increased in Columbus 23 cents a gallon. Over the last two weeks, they are 14 cents higher than they were a month ago and 18 cents higher than they were a year ago. I told you, after the midterms, when they don't have to be accountable anymore, gas is going to go up. Also, this does not affect me, but I know it affects some of you, particularly with the National Championship College football game tonight and the NFL playoffs on the horizon. In the last 13 weeks of 2022, beer prices at retail, not including bars and restaurants, rose to a, quote, much higher than normal level, according to a consulting firm that monitors such things. Beers such as Bud Light, Miller Light, Yingling, Lager, and Coors Light saw prices rise even more by 10%. 40-year inflation, what do you expect? But here, this will put money in your wallet if you are a coffee drinker and you use those little Keurig machines. The Keurig company has agreed to settle a 2018 lawsuit to the tune of a $10 million payment because, what did they do wrong? They said their K-cup pods were uh, recyclable, and they weren't. (laughs) They ticked off the green advocates. Many recycling companies would not accept the pods because they were too small and often dirty and difficult to clean. Yes. So if you bought K-Cups, how do you prove this? Who keeps their receipts for this? If you bought K-Cups between June of 2016 and August of 2022, you can submit a claim and you could receive $5 to $36. Pam, will you be filing a claim to get your Keurig refund? I won't, but I do have a Keurig, but I use the little screen cup things and my own coffee. Oh. Because I just have a my My kids do that. They they they. Encourage me wherever I am somewhere that they give, like occasionally I stay in a hotel, they have the Keurig cups. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bring those home, Dad. We can use those. Well, you can buy the reusable, uh, they're like a screen-looking thing mm. at Meyer, and I have like five or six of them that I rotate. Okay. Well, yeah. 5 to $36. I don't know how they're going to differentiate. I don't either. I mean, I have a friend who, like, he, he could build a mountain of K-cups every single day. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, well, does he get thirty-six bucks? Somebody who can <laughs> yeah. only claim they use them occasionally get five bucks? I have no idea. So that's the situation uh, as it exists. We will have more tomorrow on the uh, Republican legislators who were censured by their Republican colleagues for backstabbing Derek Marin as Speaker of the House, and we'll try to lend some context to the new Ohio Republican Party Chairman right now, Dennis Prager. Next, for your pleasure. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.